All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey there, you amazing patrons, it's X, and I'm here with Kyle and Felicia, and this is the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. This is the special content we provide to the folks who are so generous to share at least a buck a month with us, because they get to hear this about six months ahead of everybody else. Sometimes we don't announce that to everybody, so if you want to contribute, go to uh, patreon.com slash Outcasts and make your dollar bid there. It'll be worth every penny of it. So let's see, we're going to continue on. I didn't think we'd go straight back into part two of this, but we're going to go into part two of the oh, 30, no. 30, 30 points of oh, Mormondom the... kind of thing, the Book of Mormon thing, where we, mm. it, uh, well, if it's so, if it, if, it, okay. if Joseph okay. Smith isn't yeah. a prophet, why don't you write the Book of Mormon? You know, it's like, okay. And then they tried to yeah, take it out. It, with our own form of currency and everything. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. And it, it all Not. came down to if we're making stuff up, anything fucking goes in the story. You know, if we're the ones crafting the narrative, we yeah. can make the story do whatever we want it to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially if we're using books that were already out to help create these books. Like, oh, I don't know, the Bible. <laughs> and a couple of other contemporary Joseph Smith age books where they talked about tribes of Israel being lost into the Americas kind of thing. And that's how we got the Indians. And, so. and also, like, <sighs> they know that the show Supernatural exists, right? Well, Joseph Smith didn't know that. <laughs> no, but like the person writing this article knows. Well, that, he's like, not a very good prophet, is he? Whole no. mythology based on other mythologies exists. Yeah. So that's been some of my favorite shows. Is when like they go, they try to find their neat way of making shit like that work. Like Stargate was uh -huh. fun because it was that. It was them going, huh? Egypt was aliens. Da da. There's your show for like twenty fucking seasons. You know. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Playing the new Tomb Raider, it's all uh, Mayan mythology. Before that was... Uh... So we were, just a second ago, until a fucking <laughs> rude-ass cat interrupted the shot there. Uh, we're talking about how like Tomb Raider is about Mayan mythology, which yeah. is kind of funny because for some reason, like once they, once they got pushed out of North America, the Mormons decided to go, huh, maybe the... The Nephites and the the Lamanites were in Central America or you know South America. Yeah, now it's South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just revision. That's all they did. <laughs> it, it's them trying to make archaeology work for them, and it uh, yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> yep. It, let me. I love the Mormon Church. Was like, let me go get my horse. <laughs> it's a fucking uh, tapir. They're, they're not right. Tapirs. <laughs> tapir. <laughs> no, you can't write a tapir. You no. can try, but it's not going to work well. Back then, maybe you could, though. You know, anything well, was maybe. possible when a wizard yeah. did it. Right, right. Okay, right. so we we had point 11 is where we're starting off again. Okay. And point 11, you must claim that your smooth narrative is not fiction with moral value, but true and sacred history. Well, that's not a hard claim. Wait, how do you know I have moral value? Are you able well, to evaluate no, your your, your story? You just you just have to claim that your story does. And in my note here it says, "Well, in for a penny, you're in for a pound if you're making shit up." You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I can just yeah. claim it does. I can, it, Oh, that's hard. Yeah, mine yeah. Has, 
anybody can make that claim. But Harry Potter has moral value. Sure. But he's just he's just saying, just make the claim. That's all they're saying. Okay, that's easy. Yeah. Okay, I claim it does. If I'm sure. lying, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. You can't evaluate. <laughs> you can't know my internal experience, which is the horror of existence. Exactly. You can't know that I'm not lying to you every second of every moment. I'm not, but you don't <laughs> yeah. know that. Number 12. You must include in your book 54 chapters dealing with wars, 21 okay. historical chapters. Okay. This is just reading like a laundry list no. if I have to just write it this way. Okay, 55 chapters on visions and prophecies. Remember, okay. when you begin to write visions and prophecies, you must record your record. Uh, you Wait. You must have your record agree meticulously with the Bible, which again, if you're well, using the, if you're writing using the Bible, you must write super big. So, and also, no, I'm not doing that. That's a lot of excess story that's unnecessary for the narrative. Thank you very fucking much. Let's also remember that Book of Mormon and Bible chapters can be like half a page, you know, if not even that. Yeah, yeah it's not. You must, uh, you must write 71 chapters on doctrine and exhortation. You must check every statement with the scriptures or you'll be proven a fraud. Okay, if you're writing up with the Bible in your hand, you can do that easily. You must write 21 chapters on the ministry of Christ. Again, easy if you have a Bible with you. And uh -huh. everything you claim he said and every testimony you write in your book about him must agree absolutely with the New Testament. Easy! I have yep. a yeah. New Testament! It's right that's here. What I, that's, that's what I said right here. I said it's called hard. It's called plagiarism. Bible, but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. When you're writing a book to be mm -hmm. a sequel to the Bible, you can crib this one into the other one, and it's called fucking plagiarism. That's <laughs> totally not hard to do. That's not even a stretch. That's yeah. Easy if I have resource material. Like, sure. If you have reference material, I could just rewrite that whole fucking oh. chapter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to give a, a, a contemporary example. They know that Fifty Shades of Grey was fanfic from Twilight, Twilight. right? Yeah. So I, like, I bring that up well, to everybody that tells me they like Fifty Shades. I'm like, oh, really? Did you know it was this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's shitty Twilight, actually, is what it is. Yeah, that's what it's it is. It's shitty, dirty Twilight. It's not even good dirty. It's not even dirty. She gives him a blowjob in a bubble bath. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You Ugh. don't do that. Does she no. have a snorkel? <laughs> no. She just gives him a, a blowjob, and it's her first blowjob ever. And there's bubbles in the back. And well, obviously, I mean, <laughs> if it's her first time, she's gonna do one where she's gonna drown. That's like a level ten blowjob right there. That's not a that's not a beginner one. Come on, no, get out of here. <laughs> and also, water makes a horrible lubricant. Don't it does. And then also, <laughs> especially soap in your mouth. No, yeah, soap in your mouth. So what is what is, what what are the other things bubble baths are? <laughs> She's never had sex. I'm convinced she's never had sex. Ooh, she also <laughs> recommends that you have sex on a full bladder. Ladies, never do the thing. No, no, no. don't do the thing. One, it's not going to make your orgasm better. Two, no. that's a good way to get a UTI. Three, <laughs> it can hurt. <laughs> it's like having Moving a full on. balloon. Moving well, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Number 13. Many of the facts, claims, ideas, and statements given as absolute truth in your writing must be entirely inconsistent with the prevailing beliefs of the world. That doesn't sound like a good thing. No. And it says, some of these worldly beliefs must be the direct opposite of your claims. That's not virtuous. That's well, yeah. not... <laughs> I, why, why must? Why is that a good thing? To me, this is just further evidence that you're making shit up. 
This is the evidence from him. (laughs) To me, it sounds like justification to have multiple wives, many of whom are underage. Just a thought. (laughs) It was, but that's not even. 14 year olds go against the morals of the time. Wow. What a revolutionary. (laughs) What doesn't even, what doesn't make sense about that is they're using this for justification um, or to uh, validate their, their book, the book of Mormon. Yeah, I know what they're doing. But but a lot of the claims, a lot of the ideas were consistent with moral multiple values. moral values in yeah, many was, parts of the world. It's Reformation. I mean the uh, There was what, there was nothing new or novel about it. What was it? Here's the, a... What was the period in America? The uh the they, they would have a big get togethers in the woods. Um, revelations? No, I forget. It's an R word. Oh, no. These are the people that seem. Oh, to the that, revivals. The revivals. There, there you go. Let's not forget that the uh, that the Mormons believe that the Garden of Eden is in Missouri. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jackson County, Missouri. All right, yep. let's see. Number fourteen. This one's my favorite of the whole whole group Ooh. of them. Included in your narrations will be authentic modes of travel. Sure. Whether whether or not those ancient people used fire, description of their clothing, crops, mourning customs, and types of government. You must invent about 280 new names that will stand up to scrutiny through the years as to their proper application and derivation. Um, what? No, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. You know, the authentic modes of travel, like those authentic wooden submarines with glowing stones inside right. them. Authentic right. tapir horses? Uh-huh. Authentic uh, char- metal chariots that were never they, found I, anywhere? Does, this, does the person writing this list not think that Native Americans had fire? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Literally <laughs> everybody used fucking fire. That's how we became homo sapiens. Do they didn't have fire? Like, do, they, do they think these ha- things are, are hard to invent or come up with in fiction like have they have they never read lord of the ring (laughs) my next line here is clothing can you find me some of the clothing that ancient nephites and lamanites wore also types of government base it on the bible or judaism and cash in there you go uh hierarchical structures based on genetic lineage there you go which by the way wasn't really how a lot of native uh, ancient native Mm-mm. hierarchical structures worked uh there was ruling classes there was democracies there was uh theocratic classes yeah it, it, it ran the it ran the gamut, ran the gamut. there were uh, there were a ton of them yeah yeah and I, I really wish this guy would have read the book of mormon before he made this thing and he uh, claimed, yeah. i've read it lots of times i've read it lots of times okay sure yeah, so you want you want to like talk it. about names like he, you, you can't write, have a conversation, or like tell. Oh, sorry, I've read read long line here. It's a, I can make up all sorts of names too, like the anti Lehi Nephites. I was gonna say the anti Lehi yeah. like the yeah. Gadianton robbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just making shit up. Uh, what what is it? We we did just bring up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> morons in there. Moron. Uh huh. We did bring up the 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 site in Missouri. It's like. Adamonandi or something like that. It's it's some mm-hmm. stupid pronunciation like that. I don't remember. All right. There's yeah, a you, town called 
Absom. There you go. There's a town called Absom in the nation of. Uh... <laughs> Hold on. Uh, there you go. The town of Hold Khalife. on. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the town in the in the nation of Khalife. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna okay. make like in the town uh, of Intercourse. Oh wait, there is an Intercourse in Pennsylvania. Absom. <laughs> yep, there is. <laughs> Okay, number number 15 on this list. You will have to properly use figures of speech, similes, metaphors, narrations, exposition, descriptions, oratory, epic lyric, and parables. You mean okay. like he didn't do? You mean like he did badly? You mean like he did incorrectly? You mean like he used the wrong syntax of thee, thou, and thine? And he said adieu. At the end. Adieu! Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to let that one go. <laughs> but like, so he translated from Reformed Egyptian into French. What? Yeah. Sure. Did God sure. not sure. make that one? And I was saying, like, okay, you can't write or have a conversation or tell a tale without literally any of these. If you can't use properly use figures of speech, Okay, you, there goes one giant chunk of your being able to talk about things. Similes, yeah, metaphors. This author knows that like whole languages have made up, been made up, like out of whole cloth, like yeah. with syntax and proper grammar. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the <laughs> nuts, sure he does. No, I don't. I don't. There's the um, Dothraki. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you have the high version of that language too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't think was oh, it Valer <laughs> was it Valer no, Valeri Valerian. Uh, Old Valerian. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I don't I don't think this person is very familiar with fiction. No. Or writing or English. Yeah. <laughs> I keep referencing Broken Earth and they uh they don't call earthquakes earthquakes, they call them shakes. Didn't she get the Hugo again this year? I think she did. I think she they just did. announced it this week. She so. did. Yeah. All three books won the award every every time they got we're up. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Number sixteen. You must Invite the ablest scholars of, are we talking of the Joseph Smith time? Is that what we're talking about here? The sure. ablest scholars and experts to examine the text with care. And you must strive diligently to see that your book gets into the hands of those eager to prove it a forgery and who are most competent to expose every flaw in it. Except your guys' religion currently punishes people for doing exactly that. Right. Yeah, there's a whole thing about it. The CES letter thing exists because you had a guy that said, I have questions. Will you please explain the stuff that I want to have answered to me? Mm -hmm. And the, they're like, no. And then they say, well, would you please? I mean, because I have these questions and I'd like them to be answered. No, now you can't be in the party anymore. <laughs> yeah, they call that uh, apostasy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. How dare you? Not a single city where it's indicated it should be. <laughs> not a single form of grammar, not mm -hmm. any Egyptian, just not. Right. Oh, I, I like remember the masturbation ruin. going on when they thought that they found the, the launching point for Nephi when he came to America in Bountiful or wherever the fuck he was in the Middle East. And they thought that they had the site because it was in, um, oh God, was the Ethiopia is where it was, I think. Mm -hmm. And they're uh -huh. trying to say it was from there. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And of course it wasn't, but you know, the, of course they're going to dispatch anybody they can to try to make it true mm -hmm. <laughs> from the church. Anyway, 17 thorough investigation, scientific and historical evidence and archeological discovery for the next 125 years must verify its claims, improve detail after detail to be true 
for the many details you put in your history are still buried beneath the soil of Tibet. Okay, because he's talking about being in Tibet. Okay. Okay. Honey, when we're talking archaeological, how come there's metals in your book that didn't exist in the Americas yet? <laughs> um, how dare know. you ask us that question? Oh, Sit down, woman. <laughs> elephants. There's not <laughs> any evidence of elephants uh-uh. or horses. There are heffalumps, <laughs> though, and woozles. Oh, <laughs> now we're getting sexy. Our very confusal. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was trying <laughs> to remember you, the melody. I, I, I couldn't get there. Heffalumps but... and woozles are very <laughs> confusal. <laughs> there we go. If you, have, you, have, have either of you gone to see Christopher Robin yet? No, I heard it was no, good though. No, I didn't I get that. I didn't, I didn't get to see I heard that. it was I didn't, sad though. I didn't cry like I thought I was going to cry because I, I watch Winnie the Pooh and I get all choked up and shit because that was like <laughs> one of my favorites as a kid. Anyway, back to this bullshit. Yeah. You must publish to, this is number 18, by the way. You must publish it to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people declaring it to be the word of God and another witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Not so difficult to do. L. Ron Hubbard is published in every language, nation, kindred, tongue. Right. And people declare it to be a word of a, a prophet, you know? Yeah. Right. Again, not hard to do, and that proves nothing. Yeah, yeah just how much money you have. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, we'd have a lot more if we did that. <laughs> we somebody, You guys really should start planning your books, though, because we're getting enough people watching and listening to the show where they're, they're going to be ready to buy your... I'm an atheist book. You know, that a lot of people Aww, seem to write. Why I'm an atheist? <laughs> All right, I'm an atheist, and so can you. Uh, that's a Colbert joke that I'm not going to steal. No. no. It would be right, a number... short book, though. <laughs> <laughs> page one. Page one. All your shit is bullshit. <laughs> the I, end. No, page one. I have not yet been re- presented with enough evidence to us to allay my doubts. Tim Minchin. That's it. Done. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Number 19, the book must not contain any absurd, impossible, or contradictory statements. Your history must not contain any statement that will contradict any other statement anywhere else in the volume. Now, I hadn't done this prior to doing the show, so you have to bear with me for one second. (laughs) Contradictions in the Book of Mormon. I'm just (laughs) Googling this right now. Let's see. 37,000 results. (laughs) <laughs> Bible and Book of Mormon contradictions. Uh, Book of Mormon con- contradicts itself and the Bible. There's a character <laughs> who dies and then keeps narrating his own story uh-huh. in the Book of Mormon. Okay, so Alma, God is a spirit. In Doctrine and Covenants, God has a body. <laughs> there we go. That's a good in one. Alma yep. again, God dwells in a heart, in your heart, or the heart. And then in Doctrine and Covenants, it says God does not dwell in the heart. And then the Book of Mormon, Second Nephi, it says creation, one God. Book of Abraham, creation, plural gods. You know, it, it just keeps going on mm-hmm. and on and on. It's uh, Book, of of Mor- yeah. Book of Mormon and Nephi, Second Nephi, uh, Alma, it says heaven or hell. And Doctrine and Covenants, it goes, oh, three kingdoms in heaven. Most people are saved. <laughs> um. Okay, so then I want to go back to uh, the pages were stolen. By what's her yeah. name? And Lucy said, Harris, I think. Is yeah, Lucy Harris. Smart, 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 smart. smart, smart. smart. <laughs> um, and she took this set and said, "If he can write the exact same thing again, then we'll know it's true." And right, he did it. 
He got mad. Yeah. He was very <laughs> mad. It must not contain any absurd or contradictory. St- okay, absurd statements. Uh, <laughs> it's full of absurd statements. There's a ton of absurdity. There's a lot they, of absurdity like, in there. <laughs> they travel like hundreds of miles in two days. Like the well, boat. Just, just the fucking boat. That's <laughs> sorry. The, the submarine. The wooden well, submarine. I, the part where they're in Bountiful before they get in the submarine is great too because. It literally has like Nephi. Go- oh, okay, Nephi's the old guy at the time. I can't remember what the sons' names are, I, but it has the sons going back to where they came from, yeah. like four times back and forth. He's like, "And now go back to the home and get the thing which you had lost." And he's like, "Oh, really? Do we have to go back again?" Women? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> There's women stealing in that book. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, you know, but that's that has to do with what they did at the time back then or some right. shit. I don't know. Totally contradicts moral understanding of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't be stealing women. Just a thought. <laughs> Just a thought. Now, I, I love know, on though. I love on Scathing Atheist where Lucinda does the Bible Peace Theater and she's like, God, I fucking hate this book. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. The, the pissed off feminist lady <laughs> reading the Bible. <laughs> Aren't you gonna ask yeah, because yeah, the one character goes back to, in the Bible and he's like, I have to steal you for my master. She's like, huh? What? And then he yeah. goes to her father and he's like, yeah, okay. She's like, nobody's going to ask me. <laughs> Be like, I was like, the guy just came into town. Do you have any water in the well? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's right over there. And he's like, oh, now I'm going to steal you. It's like, fuck. <laughs> All right, number 20, so we can close this one out for this week. Okay. Many theories and ideas as to its origin must arise. What? Many theories oh. and ideas must, as to its origin must arise. And after discovering and examining the facts, they must fail. I don't... What? I'm, okay, I'm sure there's people that thought the origins of the Book of Mormon, you, you know, they were wrong about how they really happened, but we know how they really did happen. So, you yeah. have claimed your that your knowledge had come from divine origin, and this claim continues to stand as the only possible explanation. The yeah, very uh-huh. beginning of your fucking essay here where you said that either a true record of Joseph Smith being a prophet who was called to translate it, or it is a forgery and Joseph Smith wrote it and is a con man who made it all up. You just right there said that there are two options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can't stand as the only possible explanation of the other explanation that he's a con man that made this shit up. It's very possible, (laughs) as we have have shown. Yeah, that was a nonsense. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, no, I don't think this. I, whoever comes came up with this list has never read any substantial works of fiction, and I don't <laughs> think has actually read this Book of Mormon. Or I am the Kwisatz Haderach. <laughs> or has done any uh, any research at all into its background and origins. <laughs> Or, you know, cares about what truth is. Or has, <laughs> no, no, they clearly or has don't read care. any archaeology information ever at all. No, no. Oh, these are the kind of, these, this is the same kind of person where they'd be like, oh, the winged serpent Quetzalcoatl, that means that that was Jesus. You know, it's like, why what? would that be the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. Because they had God depictions that looked like people. They know that, right? Like, these Mormons know that the Aztecs and the Mayans. Because different cultures and the Incans, different cultures, by the way, had deities that looked like people. I mean, not all the Egyptian deities looked like dogs or cats. (laughs) So, for people that are listening on the audio portion of the show, 
I have pulled my drink closer to me, and I have extended the straw that I have currently going into it. See, this is a straw, and this is what I'm going to do at it. Oh, I'm trying to reach it. I cannot reach it. I am literally grasping for a straw here. <laughs> <laughs> Visual gag. <But> I, yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell, man. Okay, so the, the finish the last part of this one. Yeah. The strength of this explanation must not decrease as time passes, but actually increases to the point where it becomes the only logical explanation. So cool. let us know when that happens. Yeah, well, explain uh, yourself with logic. Well, yeah, let's right. go ahead and do that without right. having without you having to go back to like the Kalam cosmological right, argument, right, you know. Right. There's no ancient Egyptian writing in Southern America. Uh-huh. Why would there be? <laughs> Why would there be? That's a good question. Now you could you could have had somebody like a Viking that you know found a piece of parchment one time from a papyrus that was from Egypt and brought it here to the Americas when he was trying to trade some obsidian kind of thing. Right? Yeah, trade was, happened like that oh, in the past. It did. Yeah, no, it did. And they and and things things like that have been found. Yeah, wasn't there but, some but there, Southern America that they found some Roman like pottery and stuff? Yeah, there are little bits and things that have been found, but or there've been yeah, it's all been like one-off stuff. You they find a piece or a few things in a specific <laughs> area. Yeah, they found an entire colony of Vikings that were there right. for a hundred years. Yeah, trade actively trade with the Native Americans. They found some of those Native American artifacts back in Scandinavia. Like it's yeah. a thing. <laughs> uh, uh. They were kind of localized up in British. No, not British Columbia. Somewhere they were localized up Nova there. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Uh, yeah, yeah, around there. And they've, yeah. I mean, and and similar artifacts have been found in uh, Scandinavian countries. Yep. Ooh, Scandinavia has some uh, jade Buddhas they found in burial yeah. sites. Yeah, yeah. Or the the Viking the burial plot, and I'm not sure of the veracity of it, but they found one where there was like. Muslim prayer rugs in the oh, Viking yeah, village kind of thing. No, there's a bunch of that. They did a lot of trading with Morocco and stuff. In mm -hmm. fact, um, so uh, Moroccan priests used to wear these like jeweled chain things. They were connected by two jewels and there were chains between them. And they would wear them on their hips and only men were allowed to wear them. And uh, the, the Vikings brought them back from their Vikings. And mm -hmm. the women thought they were pretty. So it became fashionable for women to wear them as like brooches on the sides of their shoulders. And only women <laughs> wore them. Well, women and Effeminate men uh, wore them <laughs> in Scandinavia. Like, like that was the thing. Like, it was a. It was, they thought it was pretty. They didn't care about that. It was only men that were supposed to wear it. They're like, nah, nope. it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that does it for part two of this slog through this terrible fucking written article by my life by gogogoff dot com. I mean, they wrote it in twenty sixteen, but so I mean, the the ignorance is not that old. It's fairly fucking recent. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to cut you loose and go on to do the regular show now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids 
it's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen.